All right, we are back. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. If you're wondering where I have been, uh, we finally had uh, the birth of our second child, a son named Jack. So I've been off for since Thanksgiving Day was the last time I think I put anything up. So I apologize for that. But we are back at it. You'll actually get two today, which will be very exciting. And we start off this morning um, bright and early. So we're going to do that right now. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulker, and you can always get at me at uh, eric at mlive.com, or you can jump on Twitter and do polymath and vine, at polymath and vine, and we can uh, have a conversation about anything you want to talk about having to do with marketing. And today, we are talking about the long-awaited Facebook mentions and it's now morphing from mentions to a product called Facebook Live. What you're going to see is called Facebook Live and it's being rolled out right now to iOS users first as uh, per Facebook usual. It does iOS first and then it rolls over to Android and right now it's uh, again staying with influencers. So you'll see the Kardashians of the world using this product and then eventually it will get to you and it will look a lot like if you're mobile Facebook page has morphed over what you're seeing now as instead of your profile pic being on the left it's now in the middle, and you, of course, can do that six-second video I've been talking about for a couple months. What will happen is when you get the video functionality, when you go to do a status, you'll see a much longer list of things that you can do for your status update, and one of those will be live video. And this is super exciting because, number one, I've been talking about how I think it's going to be the Meerkat and Periscope killer, and even if it's not the Meerkat and Periscope killer that I think it might be, what it is going to do is it's going to scale the idea of live video. What do I mean by that? Well, you've had the ability to do live video on YouTube for a while. It hasn't really taken off um, at mass, meaning you don't see a whole lot of normal people using live video on YouTube. However, uh, if a product like Facebook that has 1.5 billion active users messing around on the platform decides to do something different, be that native video inside the statuses, which they've had great success with. Well, now you're going to be able to do that with live video. And what's going to happen is unlike Periscope and Meerkat, these videos are going to stay on your um, page till you decide to delete them. They won't delete after 24 hours. There's no ephemerality with Facebook Live. The ephemerality is in your grabbing the live moment. So that the second that something happens, you're, you're recording it. But once it's over, it then becomes an archive. It goes from ephemeral happening in the now to an archive able to go back and, and check it out and the scalability of this is what I, I, i'm going to find very interesting because it may kill periscope and meerkat it may very well do that but what it's like i, I was saying earlier what is going to do though is it's going to make it so that your grandmother knows what live video is and that's extremely important for any technology to catch fire if you have any uh, knowledge of essentially the innovation curve right the four phases of how something becomes everywhere. Well, first, it needs to be ideated, needs to be thought of. You can call that the entrepreneurial phase. So somebody decide, decides to create this product and voila, 
there's the product. Well, then you got to figure out, well, who is the audience for this product? Then you figure that out and you get it to those people and let them play around with it. They're the early adapters, the ones who jump on first, the ones who are standing in line for an iPhone. They are the ones who are going to use this. In this particular case, when you're trying to roll out an app, you know how Facebook works and how people interact with brands because we've talked about this forever. They talk to brands that they trust. They interact with brands that they trust. Those brands can be actual people. So if you give Facebook Live to set actual people, so you've got artists and actors and political folks that are using this product and users see that they now go oh okay well i want to use that thing when it comes out because i saw that kim kardashian used it or ben carson used it i would use donald trump's name but this week seems like a very bad time to use donald trump's name so i'm not going to so those sort of influencers using it we'll call them the early adapters because they're the ones that are paving the way the actual early adapters will come when this opens up to the wild and those people jump on first that have seen people using it, Gary Vaynerchuk, Seth Godin, those sorts of people, and their advocates see that and jump on and want to do some live video. What I also like about the idea of Facebook Live is Meerkat and Periscope are very great at the ephemerality, meaning that you turn it on the moment that something's happening. Uh, I mean, my friend Julian and I were watching an explosion in a city block of New York last night on Periscope. Those sorts of things it's very good at. What it's not very good at is if you have any sort of product or any sort of video feed that you want to do AMAs or Ask Me Anythings or Q&As, whatever you want to call them, because it's very difficult to keep up on the questions. What I like about Facebook Live and I liked about Facebook mentions, and I don't know if they're going to get rid of, sorry, moments, right? Facebook moments. I don't know if they're going to get rid of moments or if that's going to be a completely separate product, but Facebook Live will live in your Facebook. You will not need a different app. It will live inside of Facebook, which again, makes it easier to interact with. The comments and the likes and the shares will live on with the piece of content. So If you create a successful ecosystem of Facebook Live with whatever you do, if you are a baker and every Saturday you want to show people how to make cinnamon rolls and they start watching this video series like BuzzFeed's Tasty, right? You're going to be very excited about that. What's going to happen inevitably, though, is people are going to ask you the difference between baking soda and baking powder, and that may be asked a thousand times over the course of one recipe. And if you're on Meerkat or Periscope, you can't really answer them in that way because they're flying by in the same way that the Twitter sphere flies by. The ability for these questions to hang around for a minute so that you can answer them individually when the stream is over... I think adds a level or a layer of interaction with the customer that is going to be vital for anyone who wants to do a question and answer. If you are in politics and we're heading into 2016, I think this could be a killer, killer weapon if you wanted to do some sort of Q&A or ask me anything when you're not stumping, right? When you don't have an event, this is the way that you could do it on the bus. You could do it wherever you want to. It's one of the things that made Meerkat explode was guys like Grant Cardone out there doing a lot. Now that he's on Periscope, but started messing around on Meerkat. So you'd see at nine o'clock or 10 o'clock at night, our time here on the East Coast, that these guys would be up answering all sorts of questions. And it was just this great way to interact with people that you'd never have an opportunity to talk to. And that's, of course, why Facebook Live is rolling this out to influencers so you can have that same sort of interaction. And then you're going to turn around to your sphere of influence and do the same thing. This is a killer 
move for Facebook. They've been doing some really great things this year, and this is one such thing that I've been super excited about, which is obviously why I've been talking about it for six months, and it is finally here. Okay, for the rest of this week, we've got some fun stuff going on. Uh, We are going to talk a little bit about recruitment, I'm hoping, by the end of this week, if not this week, next week. What we are going to do for sure this week is... Talk about something that I've been rolling around uh, the universe talking about for about a week and a half or two weeks is this idea I'm calling the Highlander rule. And what is the Highlander rule? Well, if you're a fan of Highlander, you know that the idea is there can only be one Highlander. There can be only one. So the idea here is when you're creating anything, a website, a form fill, an ad, a piece of content, a video, a tweet, a what the list goes, live video on Facebook, the only thing that you should keep in mind the only, there can be only one. You can only choose one, right? The only thing that you should keep in mind is UX, the user experience. You have to make sure that at the end where the conversion is, is the thing that you're spending the most time figuring out how it works. You need to figure out when they get to point X, where you want them to be. They land on the spot. When are they able to do what you want them to do? And do they actually do it? And if they don't do what they actually are there to do, whose fault is that? Undoubtedly, the fault lies on us, the marketer, the brand owner, whomever. Because at the end, we always have to keep in mind the user experience. And if they can't figure it out, if they can't figure it out, it's on us. I've got a dear friend whose his favorite quote is to uh, use this, and, and I, I love it so much I use it nearly as much as he does, but not quite so much, that the burden of communication is on the sender. So when you're looking at the Shannon and Weaver model of human communication, Google it, GTS, my friend. When you look at that model, there's a sender and a receiver. And anything that happens between the sender and the receiver where the message is, is called noise. In this day, there's a lot of noise. So it is on you, the sender, to make sure that the receiver receives the message in the proper way to do the proper thing. And so this week, we're going to unpack that a little bit and go a little bit deeper in how you can make sure that your projects focus on UX or the Highlander rule. We'll do that this week. And we will talk a little bit about tourism and content and what you can do with sponsor content, native content, and organic content, all of that this week. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. It is good to be back. Have a wonderful Tuesday morning. We will talk soon. As always, you can get at me, email eric at mlive.com or at polymathandvine on Twitter. Have a great day.